Hello, and welcome to Heavenly Manna with Milton Harris. Now, on today's broadcast, we're going to let you listen to the message delivered at the New Bridge Baptist Church in our evening service. Thank you for tuning in to the broadcast, and may the broadcast be a help and a blessing to you is our prayer. If you have your Bibles, would you please turn to the book of 1 John, chapter number 1. And if you're physically able, would you mind standing in honor of the reading of the Word of God? Uh, we've used this text and out of here several times, but this evening while we were up in our study, it just seemed like the Lord uh, laid the fellowship on my heart. And we want to look at some aspects of fellowship tonight. As you know, John deals in this first epistle, he deals a lot with our fellowship and our relationship with the Lord. All right, 1 John chapter uh, number 1, let's begin in verse number 1. And that which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon, and our hands have handled of the word of life. Now, you see that word, word is capitalized. You're talking about the Lord Jesus Christ. For the life was manifested, and we have seen it, and bear witness, and shown to you that eternal Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declared we unto you, that you also may have fellowship with us, and truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ. And these things write we unto you, that your joy may be full. This then is the message which we have heard of him, and declare unto you that God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. If we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us, cleanseth us from all Sin. Aren't you glad our sins can be cleansed tonight? Amen. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we have made him a liar, and his word is not in us. Chapter 2, little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, Jesus Christ, the righteous. He is the propitiation for our sins. In other words, I'm going to tell you what, Jesus Christ's sinless life, sacrificial and substitutional death on the cross of Calvary. He fulfilled the law uh, there, and he is our propitiation. In other words, uh, the Lord is pleased with his sacrifice. And not for us only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Thank you for standing for the reading of the Word of God. You may be seated. As we said, we want to look at some aspects of fellowship. Fellowship is simply companionship and communion with the Lord, ultimately then with each other. And aren't you glad that we can have that companionship, we can have that relationship with the Lord, and we can have communion with Him, 
and we can have that same communion one that tonight. And we see here that John points out a few things. He, he said, look at the audible communication. He said, what we have heard. John said, I'm not just telling you something. He said, I'm telling you what we have heard. He said, we, who's we? The apostles and those that, disciples that are around Jesus when he walked on this earth. He said, we heard him and we're declaring that unto you. What we have heard. The audible communication. How about the visible communication? We have seen. John said, hey, we saw him. We saw him. Oh, we beheld him uh, right there. He, he look at the tangible communication. He said, uh, there, hand, uh, hand with handled it. In other words, they handled it and they touched him. Oh, listen. Uh, John is saying here, we had fellowship with the Lord. We had this fellowship. We had this companionship. We had this communion with him. And I just want you to know, John's saying, hey, it's available to everyone. Even though the Lord may not be here physically in person, but you and I can have fellowship with the Lord and one another. Isn't that wonderful? Well, let's look at a couple things right quick and we'll be done. As David said, it's time to go home and go to sleep. Amen. Amen. All right. Let's first of all look at the invitation of the fellowship. He said in verse uh, there, number three, we see the revelation and that God has revealed himself. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that you also may have fellowship with us. Anyway, the revelation, God has revealed himself uh, to mankind. And John's saying, hey, listen, I, I'm revealing him now to all my readers. Not only think about this. The Word of God is inspired. And when God led holy men, as they were led by the Holy Spirit of God, to pin down the Word of God, He knew in 2023 that we were going to be looking at the Word of God and that that Word of God uh, that would be beneficial for us. Amen. So we see the revelation. God has revealed Himself through the Lord Jesus Christ. Hey, no man has seen God at any time, but God has been revealed through His Son. Jesus Christ was God in the flesh. I'm going to tell you what, uh, there He came in His incarnation. He was 100% God. He was 100% man. <laughs> we, God came in the flesh. Just like you remember what Abraham told Isaac back over there in Genesis. He said, God will provide himself a sacrifice. Provide himself. That's what he did, didn't he? Through the Lord Jesus Christ. So with the revelation, the reason here, uh, folks, God wants us to have fellowship. He said, and truly our fellowship was with the Father and with us. So let me back up. We know that you also may have fellowship with us. And truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his son, Jesus Christ. This invitation to fellowship, God has revealed himself through Jesus Christ and wants to have fellowship one with another. That's why he came. He came to pay a debt that we could not pay, a sin debt. He come to die on the cross of Calvary that you and I could be born again, that you and I could be saved, and that you and I could have a relationship 
with the Lord and have fellowship with Him. I don't know about you, that excites me to be able to have fellowship with the Lord. Oh, the result, he said, in these things write unto you that your joy may be full. I'm going to tell you, when you, you ever get along with the Lord and you just have communion with the Lord, just have fellowship with him, I, that your joy may be full. You know what the world is lacking today? They're lacking that relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. They may have all the wealth of the world, but they're just miserable. They're just miserable. They're missing out on the most important thing. Oh, so the invitation of fellowship. We've all been invited. John said we're all invited to come and enjoy this fellowship. I'm thankful for that tonight. But, I, but secondly, right quick, look at the ifs of the fellowship that he mentions. <coughs> ifs that damage our fellowship that he talks about. In verse, we see the if of a conflict in testimony. He said, if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness, we lie and do not the truth. In other words, John's saying, hey, listen, there is a conflict in testimony there. If you say you have the light, but your deeds are dark. Are dark. You still with me? That's what he's saying. And he's saying, hey, the truth's not in you. We got a lot of people that say, oh, I love God, but I don't know what God they love because their deeds are dark. Their deeds are evil. They're de and so he says here, there's the if that can damage our fellowship. And he said it's the if of a conflict in testimony. I'm going to tell you, I'm thankful to be born again. But I, I, I want to profess the lie and I also want to walk in the lie. Amen. So we see the if also of a confused mind. Look at it in verse number 8. He said, if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves and the truth is not. Here is the if of a confused mind. For somebody to say that they have no sin, they are confused. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I'm going to tell you what this old boy has to confess his sins every day, every day, I come short and I fail. So the ifs that can damage our fellowship. When our testimony is in conflict, when our mind is confused, uh, folks, it can hurt our fellowship, all right? So we see the ifs that damage our fellowship. But it's about the ifs that develop our fellowship. First of all, look in verse number 7. He said, if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. <clears throat> he said, here is the if of a consecrated life. Here is the if of when you and I uh, there go to the Lord and allow him to cleanse us and allow his blood to cleanse us daily. Oh, listen. Folks, that can help develop our fellowship. Let me ask you, if you don't talk to someone in a little while, you hadn't heard from them, your fellowship's just quite not the same as you hear from them every day. Right? Well, that's the way it is with the Lord. So we can develop our fellowship by confessing our sins and letting Him cleanse us and that leads us to the second point on the development here, the gift of a cleansed soul. 
He said, if we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. You want to develop your fellowship? Live a consecrated life, a life that's pleasing unto the Lord, and confess your sins to the Lord and let him cleanse you. And I'm glad he not only forgives, but you're glad he cleanses. Praise God. Praise God. So the ifs that develop our fellowship, the if of a consecrated life, the if of a cleansed soul. But then, let's look at this, the if, thirdly, that defends our fellowship. Look with me in verse, or chapter 2, verse 1. My little children, these things write unto you that you sin not. And if any man sin, we have an advocate with the Father, righteous, and he is the propitiation for our sins, and not for ours only, but also for the sins of the whole world. Aren't you glad here we see the if of a constant advocate? Oh, constant advocate. He said, if any man sin. Now, John knew we were going to sin. Listen, I, it's in our nature. We should strive not to. And that's what he says up there, my, my little right there, that you sin not. In other words, John said, you should strive to sin not. But when you do, praise God, we got an advocate with the Father. I'm going to tell you what, the devil may accuse us. But aren't you glad that advocate speaks up and says, Hey, Father, one of ours. One of ours. And he, he may accuse us from time to time, but I'm glad we've got an advocate. We've got an attorney. We've got a lawyer on our side that defends us. Amen. I, I don't know. Some aspects of fellowship tonight. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for the Lord and for the fellowship that we can have with Him. And I'm thankful for the fellowship that we can have with each one of you tonight. Amen.